ABC Listen. Podcasts, radio, news, music and more. Police in the Northern Territory are facing a racism investigation after an explosive inquest heard that derogatory remarks against Indigenous people were normalised in the force. The claims were aired by former NT police officer Zachary Rolfe, who's been giving evidence at the inquest into the death of Indigenous man Kumanjai Walker. Zachary Rolfe was cleared of manslaughter charges in 2022 after he shot and killed Kumanjai Walker in the remote community of Yundamu. Nino Bucci is the courts and justice reporter for Guardian Australia. He's covering the inquest. Nino, welcome. Morning, Patricia. Zachary Rolfe was giving evidence this week. He provided specific examples of racism in the NT police and said, and I'm quoting him, I could hear something racist every day. Racist language is used everywhere. How did he describe the culture in the NT police? Yeah, there were some really fascinating insights and certainly I think everybody in in the courtroom, myself included, was caught a little bit off guard by uh, the extent to which Rolf was willing to sort of outline some of the things that that he'd heard and and seen there. The the context, I think it's worth noting right at the start here, is that Rolf himself had used very racist language a number of times in text messages that had been turned over to the commission. So it was in that context that he'd started to sort of elaborate, I guess, a little bit on on what he'd seen in the NT police force since he joined in 2016. And he basically found that, or he said, that he'd heard in Alice Springs Police Station where he was based for the majority of the time he was a, an NT police officer. He heard racist language every day. He said it was quite normal to exchange texts with people that were racist. And he said he'd also heard a number of things sort of secondhand. Um, the most sort of shocking of those, I guess, was that the tactical response group, the sort of elite tactical group in the NT that get called to all the high-risk jobs and things like that. You think the SOGs in in Victoria, for example, the, the NT equivalent of that. And he heard that they had an annual award that was bestowed on the person who, in that unit, who behaved most like an Aboriginal person during the year. And if you, you know, won that mock award, won in inverted commas, then you were uh, made to dress in a toga and carry around a club that had nails in the end of it. So he sort of used that and he, he mentioned some other sort of examples he'd heard secondhand as well as to give, a, I guess, a little bit of a vignette of what life was like as an NT police officer. The NT's police commissioner, Michael Murphy, says he hasn't heard racist language and has promised an investigation. How much detail has he given about how that will work? Not a great deal. <laughs> he's, he's indicated there might also be a referral to the, the Territory's Anti-Corruption Commission. I'm told they're monitoring the inquest hearings themselves anyway, so they, they were probably across it at you know, the moment it kind of came out, came out of Rolf's mouth. Uh, it, it's going to be an internal investigation. You know, across the country, there's obviously a fair degree of scepticism when police announce investigations into themselves, especially about incidents like this. But Rolf did mention, again, without saying that he'd seen them or, or, um, or giving a great deal of detail about what they might contain, he did say there were photos and videos of this awards night. And he also said there were very senior members of the NT police force who were in attendance. So, he, he was asked to provide some names on a, on a piece of paper. Um, I understand he did that, um, that was going to be passed on to NT police to assist their investigation. And he, he described those names as people who he believed may be able to assist with their investigation. And have we seen a sort of broader response from the NT police? 
that's about the extent of it. They said there is going to be an investigation. Um, Murphy was asked and sort of responded quite quickly to this, whether the, he was asked whether the TRG needed to be disbanded. He said no. Obviously, the um, the immediate response team was the was the semi-tactical unit that Rolf was a member of when he did uh, shoot and kill Kumanjai Walker in November 2019, and that's since been disbanded for various reasons, including its involvement in in the Walker the Walker shooting. So it, it's a bit hard to tell at this stage where it's going to go. Where obviously towards the the end of Rolf's evidence year, there'll then be some more sittings of this coronial inquest later in the year. And so we're we're some months off, I guess, getting a an actual um, some coronial findings that could provide recommendations and similar of other things the NT police needs to do to to weed out racism in in the mind of the the coroner Elizabeth Armitage. So, if we can just provide a little more context for for those listening uh, in relation to all of this, Rolf was acquitted of manslaughter and of engaging in a violent act causing death in twenty twenty two. Why is this all being revisited again? Yeah, he was also, uh, you know, found guilty, not guilty of murder, I should say. So it was, yes. it was murder and alternative change of manslaughter, and then, um, and then the, the the lesser charge. Basically, what's happened here is this inquest was supposed to only run for three months. It was supposed to be finished more than eighteen months ago. There's been a series of challenges filed by Rolf's legal team, uh, evidence challenges, challenges to other bits and pieces about the inquest that basically delayed it until this week that he can actually give his his fulsome sort of account of it and be questioned by the council assisting for the coroner, but also lawyers for the families um, of Kumanjai Walker, for for Naja, um, the, the community justice um, centre that's prominent up here um, in the Northern Territory, and also lawyers by the NT Police and NT Health. Basically, what's going to happen now between now and the end of the year is that we're going to finish hearing Rolf's evidence. There's going to be closing submissions from all those different parties. And we're going to try and get to the bottom of whether there was anything that occurred in that fatal shooting of, of Walker at the remote community of Yendamu. Um, if there was anything that occurred leading up to that shooting or during that shooting that the coroner can recommend is changed to prevent a similar death from happening again. So it's a it's a very wide-ranging inquiry. We're hearing about issues of systemic racism. We're sort of going into what seem might seem a little bit like the, the minutiae, like should police officers in the NT when they're in remote communities jump over fences as opposed to going through gates because that would be more respectful. You know, the, there's it, it's a really broad and quite, I suppose, involved inquiry into the conduct of police in the NT and how they can perhaps better fit in or, or uh, assist with um, particularly people in remote communities, but the Aboriginal population in general in the NT. What's the response from the Aboriginal community? I mean, this is, this is what a lot of people in the community have feared for a very long time. Yeah, there's certainly a sense that, I mean, I'm not going to pretend to speak for all of them, there, and there's been, you know, for example, this week there was quite a large outburst of anger from some people that have been set up on a lawn opposite the court throughout the inquest. There's quite an eruption of anger at, at Zachary Rolfe and he was insulted and threatened and that that came up in court and there's since been more security provided. So, I mean, at least amongst some people, there's a level of anger. Uh, in terms of a broader, I guess, understanding or, or hope that something could, some positive change could come out of this, uh, 
it's not sort of for me to say. I think that there'd rightly be a little bit of scepticism because of how long this has dragged on and because of how unwieldy um, by some people's sort of, in some people's opinion, it's, it's become. But certainly there's some been some quite significant evidence that's come out about, you know, from stuff that Rolf's mentioned this week to even, say, the personal reflections of some of his former colleagues about um, the level of racism they've used and, and, and why that was not conducive to them being good police officers. So I think it's too early to tell basically what the change could actually be. And, and, and as always with these sort of inquests, the only success it can kind of have depends on whether the governments that are made recommendations to actually implement them. Nino, thank you for coming on and explaining. No problem. Nino Bucci is a courts and justice reporter for Guardian Australia and you're listening to RM Breakfast. Stream any ABC radio station live and on the go. Discover new podcasts, music and audiobooks all free on the ABC Listen app.